0: Well, good morning. It's great to have you with us online today. Uh, such an honor to, to have you worshiping with us, and we're going to dive into God's Word here in a minute. For this Sweatpants Sunday, I'm honoring our Noran grads with its Norrin sweatshirt, and hope you're wearing your sweatsuit as well and uh, enjoying today's broadcast. Uh, real quick, uh, I want to tell you a story uh, that, that took place uh, a number of years ago as we were walking through the book of Ecclesiastes today. And in... 2006, I had just become the youth pastor here at Calvary uh, just the previous year, and our church had embarked on this small capital campaign. And, And the goal was to pave part of this driveway on our property. Now, you might not be aware of this, but back then we had a driveway that went all the way around our worship center, the round building. Half of that driveway was gravel, the other half was paved. And the goal was to pave the portion that was right in front of what was currently the foyer, And I so appreciated the forward thinking of our lead pastor that time, Pastor Todd, because he understood the importance of making it presentable for guests and making it uh, really a nice experience, a good experience for people as they drop someone off to come into the church. So, for much of that year, we had this big poster up in the foyer with this graphic of a thermometer showing how much we raised toward the goal of $10,000. And it was a very slow, gradual build. We, we would raise a little bit here and then there, and, and we'd have fundraisers. And, and I remember the end of that year as we finally raised $10,000, and, and we got to pave that driveway. It was an incredible moment. We finally had achieved it. It was awesome. And I, I'll tell you, it looked really good. It was nice and clean when people would pull through and drop someone off. Uh, it looked really very good. Fast forward to June of 2018. I'm now the lead pastor here at Calvary, and we are in the beginning stages of building a new foyer. I was getting ready to leave for vacation. Uh, and before I left, I knew the project was gonna start while I was gone, and, and I remember being out on that driveway that we had paved, walking around and thinking, man, I remember when we worked so hard to build this driveway, to, to pave it and to make it look nice. And now we're gonna rip it all up. And we're gonna build a foyer. Now I remember thinking, man, what a waste. Was that wasted time and money and resources to, to do that? And, and as I did that, God reminded me of something that I want to talk to you about briefly here today. That, that there are times in our lives to tear down and times to build up. And, and often the tearing down prepares us for the building up. That, that one can't happen without the other. That they're, they're They're interconnected. And, and we'll talk more about this next week, but what I've found is oftentimes those tearing down moments can actually be an indicator of, a, of, a, of an ending season and the beginning of a new season. For those watching on Facebook today, I want you to, to do something. I want you to post in the comments today, what's one of those moments in your life where something was torn down, it was difficult? If you feel comfortable, post that. For, for me, it was a moment uh, when my great-grandparents' home was torn down. Uh, my grandparents, great-grandparents, lived in a home. Uh, it was an old log home built in the early 1900s. It was located on North Greengate Road in Jeanette. In 1990, the Turnpike Commission purchased that home and the property to build the toll road, Route 66. Now, I was only eight years old, so I didn't have a lot of memories in that house, but uh, the stories that were told about what took place in that beautiful old home are Incredible. I remember uh, the emotion of, of seeing that, that house one log at a time being torn down and, and my grandmother and my great aunt who grew up in that home and, and the emotion tied to that. It was a difficult moment to watch something special. This, 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 this place that played a unique role in our, own, our family's story come to an end. These are difficult moments. And, and tearing things down is uncomfortable. It's painful. In the book of Ecclesiastes, we see this list of, of ingredients, as Pastor Lance mentioned a couple weeks ago, really things that, that, that make up the scope of our lives, that shape us, that form us, the, the, the ways that we invest our time that make us who we become. And in the middle of this list that King Solomon provides in Ecclesiastes 3, he makes this statement in verse 3 of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3. Here's what he says, a time to tear down and a time to build. And he goes on to continue the list. And here's what he says. He says, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. And I think it's appropriate what Solomon mentions there because oftentimes when things are torn down or built up, those are the emotions we have. Those are our responses. That, that in the moments where things are torn down, we mourn, we weep. And in the moments where things are built up, we, we rejoice. It's, it's, it's a time of, of elation. May, maybe in your own life, you look back and, and those moments where things were torn down is a, is a moment that's marked to you. It's a moment where the emotions were heavy. And, and the moments where things were built up were joyous moments. Maybe your family built a new house and, and you remember the moment it was completed. It was a joyous moment. These are natural human responses. And and, and I love what the psalmist writes in Psalms chapter 30, verse 5. He talks about the the combination of these two responses. He says that that weeping or mourning lasts for the night, but joy comes in the morning. That, That it's not living a life apart from either one, but it's embracing the tearing down and the building up. It's embracing the mourning and the joy. You see, the Bible is full of stories and statements that really communicate this concept that something new can't be built up until something old is torn down. And I hope you can hear me. I'm not saying that everything old should be torn down because there are a lot of things in our world and in our lives that bring incredible value that have history and heritage tied to them. Those are things that are important and special. But what Solomon is talking about specifically here is things in our lives, things with how we use our time sometimes need to be torn down and there are times where things need to be built up. As a church, we chose to tear down a driveway to build a new foyer. That was something that we chose. Sometimes those, that tearing down experience is something forced on us. For our family, the, the tearing down of that, that family home was forced on us. And in both of these situations, it's painful, it's difficult, probably more so in the second but it's, it's part of how life works. In the Old Testament, there's a really good illustration of, of a tearing down and a building up. What was taking place in this story is that the people of Judah had been invaded by the Babylonians. And the Babylonians came and, and they destroyed their beautiful city of Jerusalem. They, they destroyed the, the, the incredible temple that Solomon had built. They ripped down the, the fortified walls around Jerusalem. They exiled thousands of Judeans to Babylon. And it was a moment where, understandably, people weren't just mourning and weeping. They were angry. They were frustrated. Have, have you ever, in those tearing down moments, have you ever had that emotional response where you're frustrated? You're, you're angry. You, 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 you want to do some of your own tearing down because of what's taken place and what's been forced on you? This is where uh, Israel found themselves. This is where the Judea, Judas, Judeans found themselves. They were frustrated. They were angry. But remember, something new can't be built up until something old is torn down. The new that could be built doesn't in any way diminish the old that was there, but it actually becomes possible Because of what is new is built on the foundation of the old. And and this is what the prophet Jeremiah writes in Jeremiah chapter 29, starting in verse 4. Here's what it says. It says, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage... So that they may also have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. And then, jumping down a few verses later to verse 10, here's what it says. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. And here's the verse that we often refer to and and maybe many of us understand or know. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. We love the last statement there. But the plans to prosper you and not to harm you to give you a hope and a future weren't possible without fulfilling the command God gave them earlier to build houses, to settle down. a response to what was torn down. Take this tearing down moment and now build upon it. Something new can't be built up until something old is torn down. And this isn't something we just see in one isolated story or, or example in, in the Old Testament, the first part of the Bible, but you see this throughout Scripture. In fact, the Apostle Paul uh, understood this. In his letter to the, to the church in Corinth, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, he said this, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new has come. In, in other words, for the new to be built, the old had to be torn down. The old has to be gone. And, and this is what Jesus does in us. He, he built something new removes the old and brings the new. Paul understood this because this was the experience of his life. You see, Paul from a young age had accomplished a lot. He was raised in a strong Jewish home. His father was a Pharisee or or, a religious leader. Paul trained under one of the premier scholars of his day, a man named Gamaliel. Paul at a young age rose through the ranks of Jewish leadership in Israel. He was a man that others looked to, others looked up to, and, and at one moment, as, as his life is building and growing, it seems like things are happening. Paul experienced his tearing down moment. Paul was on his way to the Sea of Damascus. And uh, he was going there from order, with orders from the Jewish leaders. He was going to, to identify and arrest people who were known to be followers of Jesus. Along the road to Damascus, this bright light shines on Paul. He's knocked to the ground, he's blinded, and Jesus begins to speak to him. And in that moment, Paul begins to see the tearing down of all that he had built up in his own ability. All the pride and and accomplishment that he had achieved was starting to be torn down. And Jesus began this slow, gradual building, rebuilding. In fact, sometimes we refer to it as being reborn. It's, It's really a rebuilding of our lives. And Paul kind of describes this whole process in a letter he wrote to the church in Philippi. In Philippians chapter 3 verse 7, here's what he said. He said, but whatever were gains to me, I now, can you say now? Now, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. Whatever is more Can you say more? More. Whatever is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. What he's describing here in Philippians chapter 3 is this process of tearing down the old foundation and rebuilding a new foundation that's built on something different. It's built on Jesus. And something new can't be built up until something old is torn down. Paul understood this. He had lived it out. All of his accomplishment, all that he had achieved, all the status and titles that he had carried, he said he considers them a loss, that that they were torn down so that something better could be built up, his life in Jesus. And my question for you today in these brief moments is this. What what are you tearing down? What's being torn down in your life? Or, or, or what's being built up? Do you see what God is developing you, what God is developing in you during this season, that God is doing something in your life? Maybe, maybe this is a season where things are being torn down and it's painful. Maybe this is a season that's exhausting and something new is being built up. What is God doing in your life? What is He developing in you? Are you recognizing God's purpose in this time? Remember what God said to the exiles in Jeremiah 29. Build houses and plant gardens. Increase in number, don't decrease. This is a season where it's easy to sit back and say, I'm just gonna survive. I just wanna get through this. I wanna make it through. What if if God wants you to increase in number, not decrease? What if he wants you to grow, develop, to do something in you? What if this season is a time, maybe painful, where something is being torn down so something new could be built up? See, the process of tearing down is painful because oftentimes it feels like a moment of loss, like, like something is now gone that I'll never see again. But what if it is true? What if it is true that something new can't be built up until something old is torn down? If, if that's really true, if that's actually the case, then, then what is being torn down in your life is only paving the way for something new that God is wanting to do. So what is he trying to do? What is he striving to do? God has this amazing plan for your life. And and I promise you, if you look close enough, if you really sit back and reflect, you will see this beautiful thread of redemption woven through every season of your life. And it's incredible. It's woven through the seasons of tearing down and building up. Because God uses all of that to accomplish good things in your life. And, And here you sit today, Maybe you're in that season of tearing down. Maybe you're in the season of building up and you're tired and you're worn but excited. What I want you to know, regardless of the season you find yourself in, is this, that God is at work in every season. God is at work in every season. Just because it doesn't feel good doesn't mean he's not at work. God is at work in every season in the tearing down and the building up. And I want to leave you with this idea. It's a statement and a question that God asks through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19. Here's what he said. He said, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I don't know about you, but there are times and moments where it feels like I'm in the wilderness. I'm in the wasteland where we Nothing good is growing or developing. And God is trying to say to you today, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? God is working to do something new in you today. I promise it. Maybe you're in a place where Paul was and you've accomplished a lot in your life. You have a lot of pride in what you've done, but it feels so empty and hollow. And God is trying to show you that he needs to tear you down to build you up. Maybe you're on the other side and God's building stuff in you and and something new in you and this new foundation and it's exciting. In both of these cases, I want to ask you this question that that God asks in in the book of Isaiah. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? What is God developing in you? How can you allow the seasons of tearing down and building up to be purposeful, intentional, intentional, to move you in a direction that God wants you to move. Maybe for you today, you'd say, Nick, you know, I'm new to this whole thing about Jesus and, and I just came on this broadcast or, or someone showed this to me or I just kind of stumbled upon it and, and I don't know what to do or where I am. And maybe you're in that moment where God is tearing things down. And today is an, is an opportunity to say, God, I want to invite you into my life to begin to rebuild what has been torn down. I want to invite you into my life to maybe begin to tear down things that shouldn't be there to rebuild what should. Maybe that's where you are. And I want to give you an opportunity here real quick, just to pray a simple prayer. And I want you to understand, this isn't some magic formula. This isn't some super spiritual prayer. It's really just a conversation with God that I want to lead you in. And I think it's important that wherever you are in your living room, in your car, at work, you're watching on your phone, your TV, your laptop— your tablet, whatever it might be, I I want you to be intentional. I want you to pray this prayer. Not, Not just listen to it, but I want you to pray this. It's important that you are willing to take this step yourself. It's not something I can do for you or anyone else. If you're saying today, I want to invite Jesus into my life to tear down or to rebuild, to rebuild something new, to rebuild something new upon a new foundation, just like Paul experienced on that road to Damascus. That's you today. I want you to pray this prayer with me. As we pray together, dear Jesus, thank you for loving me enough, not giving up on me, not viewing me through the lens of my current state, but loving me enough to fight for me, to reach out for me, to continue to have hope for me. Today, I admit that I've made mistakes, that I'm not perfect. I accept your forgiveness of my past and I commit to live for your purposes in my future. Jesus, rebuild my life upon a new foundation. Let me be a new creation in Christ Jesus. Give me the strength and the courage to follow you all the days of my life and to show your love to the world around me in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to do something. I, I think you've you started an incredible journey. For the Israelites in Jeremiah 29, that was a journey that lasted 70 years until they returned back to Jerusalem. And, and they began this journey of rebuilding, of increasing in number, not decreasing. God wants to take you on this amazing journey. And, and I don't want you to be on that journey alone. We want to go on that journey with you and to help you and support you and encourage you and resource you, support you uh, in those moments where you have questions. Here's what I want you to do so we can help you. If you prayed that prayer and say, Today I invited Jesus into my life, I committed to live for his purpose. I want you to pull out your phone, whether you're watching your phone right now or not. I want you to pull out your phone. I want you to text new to Jesus to 55498. New to Jesus to 55498. And we want to send you some resources to help you continue that journey so that we're coming alongside you to see you grow and become what God wants you to be. For others of you today, you're you're, you're in that season of of tearing down or building up. I want to pray that God gives you strength, but more importantly, awareness, that you understand the context of what God is doing. That that question that, that, that we see in Isaiah is important. Do you not perceive it? Do you understand the purpose that God is working out in your life, even through the painful tearing down and the joyous building up? God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Take the command of, of, of God in Jeremiah. Build, increase, don't decrease. Make the most of the place that he sent you. I wanna pray for you that God would give you courage and strength and endurance through every season that you could see that something new can't be built up until something old is torn down. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for those that are watching today and those that might be walking through painful moments or joyous moments. God, give us awareness. Give us context. Help us have an understanding. Help us perceive what you are doing in us, the purpose you are working out in our lives. Lord, that we, we might not appreciate or, or, or enjoy the pain of the tearing down, but we know there's a reason and a purpose. We, we, we may enjoy the, the building up, but we know it's not about us. It's about what God is doing in us because he has a purpose. God, I pray you'd help us to have awareness, understanding. Let us perceive what you are doing in every season of our life. God, I pray you'd give us courage, perseverance, and endurance, Lord, to continue these seasons of life and the season we're in. God, that we could increase, not decrease, that we could make the most of this season, that you would do something new in us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen. Thank you guys for joining us today. It's such an honor to get to come into your home, your living room, wherever you might be. Next week, we're gonna be continuing this series, uh, trying times, walking through Ecclesiastes chapter three. We look forward to seeing you and seeing what God is going to do. Have a wonderful day, enjoy it, and may God bless you and use you to do mighty things. See you guys.